Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. I hate that song. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside. I always wait for Bill Belichick. He gives me the cue when to go. I always wait, I wait, I wait, I wait, and they gave it to me. Welcome inside. I'm Jason, the man on my left. It's my best friend, Mike Harmon. What's up, buddy? Tells you where my life. Uh, happy. Whoa, whoa, well, well, come just, on now. Well, I'm just, I was a little stream of consciousness. A bastion there. Sorry. of positivity and... I mean, you jump on my back and I carry you to the promised land. Just like that, you kick me aside. 
I like to use the word bastion. Yeah. In the first uh, few minutes of the show. Well, I you like know, that. I've been told I, I use bastion. big words and I'm pretentious. I, I figured for the holiday season, I'm just going to go through every big word in my dictionary and make all those detractors happy. Like Clay Helton is now a bastion of strength for the USC football program. I wouldn't call it that. Okay. All right. And say he. Um, he gets to bridge the gap to whatever is down the road, and that they took a cowardly way out here. <laughs> wow. At USC. Now that's a change for you. <laughs> How about that? Uh, tons of football to get to tonight. We have a big controversy coming out of San Francisco that's gaining a lot of attention the past couple hours. A big night in the NBA as well. The Lakers lead the Jazz right now. Three and a half to go in the second quarter. 53-41 is the score. And, you know, uh, every time I, I check, I look and see, has the NBA given the Rockets the win for the game last night because of James Harden? No, I, I haven't checking. seen that yet. I'm hitting refresh to see if that's going on, and I, I, I don't see that yet. All those people that lost on the money line are still salty. I'm like, <laughs> They're where, holding where on that? to their tickets. I thought the Rockets were confident they were going to get that loss overturned because of the uncounted Harden dunk. <laughs> Think about where it. Where at the end, end of the night at the sports books, someone going through all the garbage cans, just putting a pile of Rockets tickets together just in case. Oh, just in case. Know. Hey, man, this could, be my, this could be my Christmas bonus right here. <laughs> I could hit it. You never know. Uh, for the Lakers tonight, LeBron and Anthony Davis sharing uh, the scoring lead with 14 points apiece. LeBron has six assists. Uh, Lakers are again, look like they're on the way to another workman-like 10 to 12 to 15 point victory. And they're just going to keep piling up the wins here. They'll lose one, one of every seven games. And that's kind of how it's going to be. The only thing they've had in terms of any, I don't want to say controversy, but nervousness, is that Kyle Kuzma's been a bit uneven. But even then, if that's all you're worried about is him rounding back into whatever he becomes as the third, fourth option but here. You, you know what it is with Kuzma? It's it's him getting used to LeBron in a new role because the, it, the way they meshed last year was was great. And that's why we can tell you, listen, Kuzma, LeBron, they have that kind of chemistry. But now, obviously, LeBron is playing more facilitator, playing more point guard. And look what he's doing. You know, his assist numbers are at the top of the NBA. So I, I don't know that this is anything more than, all right, Kuzma's got to realize it's a different LeBron, and maybe it's got to be something different that he slides into in his role, and it is off the bench, and there's there's a little bit more to get used to. Plus, it's coming back from injury, but right now, it's like, okay, that, that's your biggest problem? No, but that, that's the yeah, biggest that, problem they have, problem. right? You're getting uh, great efforts offensively and defensively in limited minutes from Alex Caruso, the folk hero. Dwight Howard, another big run here defensively. They had a four-minute span where he was just everywhere just like when he was the defensive player of the year a couple years back. I mean, just showing glimpses of that. Maybe it's not long-sustained bursts for him, but if you can get four minutes here and there where he dominates on that side, uh, that that end of the court, I mean, you're, you're in trouble if you're an opponent. So, And look, LeBron's got everybody bought in. We talked about it the other night, just Frank Vogel and putting the defensive mindset back in that disappeared last year. You just couldn't get anybody to buy in. LeBron was in load management mode uh, and not extending and expending energy on that side of things. So now you've got a, a roster. I'm curious to see when buyouts and everything happens, how it comes to shape and what this team looks like in March mm-hmm. and April. But right now, you've got a team that for 48 minutes, they're going to give you everything they have. Uh, we'll keep you updated on this game. Obviously, Lakers and the Jazz again. A 16-point lead for LA now with under three minutes to go in the second quarter. But the big football news of the day, and we, we got into this last night in the last couple hours of the show because things just started to get insane with Clay Helton. Was he returning? Was he 
not? Was he fired? Clay Helton will be back as USC head football coach for next year. This according to new athletic director Mike Bone on Wednesday. Now, we had heard last night that uh, potentially they were excited about him reaching agreement to stay for a fifth year. And Bruce Feldman from Fox Sports and Fox Sports 1 put out on social media last night that that looked like it was likely. Boner. Officially the announcement made today. (laughs) And um, Justin Frostberg, very excited about this news. Very excited that Clay Helton gets to stay. Everybody just thrilled today. Are you kidding me? Uh, The statement from Mike Bone on Twitter, I am pleased to let you know Coach Helton will continue to be our head coach. His commitment to our student athletes and to leading with integrity is vital to restoring our championship program, which is the goal for all of our teams. And none of you come at me with this Aunt Becky crap. I'm done. That's not on my watch. Or that last part I just made up. <laughs> but, I mean, that would be pretty funny. It would have been a good addition, sure. And, 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 you know, I know that this is not met with any sort of excitement from USC faithful, but I'll tell you a couple of things that I, that I, that I will take away from this situation. The first thing is, I bet you they made a backdoor run at Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer either said no or not yet. And they walked away from that and said, okay, we can't just put our guy right in that we want. Let's go with Clay Helton for one more year. Because, look, in any walk of life, whatever you do for a living, when someone new comes in at the top of a, of a company, of an organization, what are the best people that come in at the top do? Do they fire everybody right away? Or do they come in, see everybody work for about a year or however long it is, and then make a decision and start putting their, their own people in? And that's exactly what USC did. Look, new president, new idea, got new everything. And this is a scandal-ridden school that can't go five minutes without a, hey, look at this, look what's going on now with USC. I mean, USC just can't get out of their own way so let's take a year let's get used to things get used to our jobs and then we'll lead a search that will probably include james franklin who a year from now is going to go i can't have 11 win talent and only win nine games because i get boat raced by ohio state every year i'm ready to go someplace else i'm ready to to canvas the college basketball the, the college football scene and make a move for our right head coach, whether it's Franklin, whether it's whoever, whether it's you make a run Urban Meyer next year and he says, yes, he's into it after this year is out. So I get that because that's normally what people do. You sit around, you wait a year, you do it. It's what the Panthers did with Ron Rivera. The new owner came in middle of last year. He's been on the job about a year and a half, saw Ron Rivera for one plus season, said, okay, now we're moving on and we're going to make that decision. So this is not you're suddenly stuck with Clay Helton for in, in perpetuity, it's he has next year, and if next year USC is seven and five and doesn't make a jump from eight and four, doesn't win ten games, and isn't in the run running for the Pac-12 title to the end of the year, then it's going to be somebody else in there that's coaching Keaton Slovis and all the other great weapons they have on offense. That's how it's going to go. But just to to go back to the point about scandal, because this is another reason why Clay Helton kept his job, is that Clay Helton's not a scandal guy. He's not, he's not someone that it, it's been at the head of boy. Clay Helton is is part of. Uh, off-the-field headlines that USC doesn't want. They have their own fair share of it. So, the fact that Clay Helton is just, well, okay, is he a great football coach? 
can he be the next great football coach? Like, I don't think Clay Helton's a great football coach, and the fact that he keeps getting the quarterback position wrong when he when he goes to guys, whether it's Sam Darnold or Slovis, I mean, that's a big red flag for me. But I know the reality of why he's able to stay is because look, it, it's just about the football program. And is he a good head coach? He's not okay. That's something we can take a year to decide on. And he's not a horrible headline for us. Is he popular with our fans? No. But if he wins ten games next year, no one's going to care. We are in the top twenty-five now. We've won eight games. We look like our team is on the way up. So let's stick with him for one year. All of those things went into why Clay Helton is staying for at least year five. Yeah, it goes. I mean, there's just the two sides of it, right? We go through all the scandals. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars in payouts. Some of it just so grisly. We just look it up. I mean, we'll we'll spare you the details on that. The Aunt Becky stuff. Kind of funny on the larger scale because you are a private institution, right? So but, but whether that someone gets pays so much, imba- the- but that, that's the thing. It's 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 one of those headlines that's oh my god, really? But because it gets so much attention, because it's Aunt Becky, no, that's it. Felicity Huffman. I mean, that's really what everybody wants to pay attention to. But it's funny. And it's USC in every headline. USC scandal. Here's Aunt Becky. Here's what Felicity Huffman is wearing in jail. No, right. I mean, and here's the here's what she's here's orange is the new black. Nope, it's not orange and stand. Here she is doing her yard work in prison. I mean that you can't get you can't get away from but, that. That's just it. It was a story that was, to me, much ado about nothing. Really? They paid to get into a private university? Oh, well. Too bad. Uh, (laughs) They could always add another chair to the classroom. But when it it comes down to the rest of it, Urban Meyer, you're talking about migraines and and other some health stuff along the way that's still part of the the equation. Liking and loving what he's doing in television, and you, you see it every week after they finish the efforts on Fox, how much people are, are lauding his efforts and, and what he's put together just as year one of a media career. And Carol Fult, the new president, very clear about wanting to get past all these scandals. So you put a holding pattern on Urban Meyer. Might they have kicked the can a, a bit? Sure. But I, I think at this point, I'll take her at her word that they, they want to move the university to where they're not a punchline anymore and the what has become the face of the myriad scandals across college sports and college and just colleges in general the way they're handling their medical medical schools and and all of these different things you know doctors on campuses hell the big 10 had multiple schools in the last decade that have had all sorts of issues and allegations and payouts and everything else so i mean when you're talking about cleaning up your administration the last thing you're going to do is all right let's let's bring a guy who's a great football coach but has some some spots in the thing we're trying to clean up. So that goes to the wayside, and that's part of it. The buyout, I still don't believe that was really an issue. Clay Helton's going to have to put up a pretty good showing against Alabama in that opener next year. Otherwise, we're right back. He's and Right then, now, he's going, can we can we unschedule that game? Is there any way? I want like four puff pastry games that we can win and Slovis can throw for like 2,000 yards the first four games of the season. Well, but the question becomes, you know, what is Alabama next year? I mean, they've given up a lot of points now, and do they just reload? Is it that easy? You know, do they move on from Tua into some, some great new chapter for Nick Saban, or is it going to be challenging there for USC? Does Graham Harrell leave? Right, he's going to have opportunities if he wants to mm-hmm. go. Oh, yeah, that could be greener for him to go try something else. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of questions. I mean, Clay Elton gives them stability, but you you just hired the new administrator, and I I get you. Sometimes it takes time to to build your fiefdom. 
but you're also doing what the last parts of the administration did. So to some degree, isn't it shuffle up and deal? You brought in a new guy. In theory, you've got a new vision and a new direction. And instead, whether he gave some 11th hour speech to keep his job or whatever the case was, it seemed a bit odd that you get to this point to where you continue in that regard. Because you just changed out. From You go from Pat Hayden and all that was going yeah. on with him. You have Lynn Swan that everybody just readily admitted was a joke in terms of an administrator. Right. You want to compare who's on a golf course or whatever, as we like to do in this country. And then you you go and, and you bring in a, a new new AD and he just keeps status quo. That's a bit surprising. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico studio. So this is not going to be Clay Helton's here forever. It's one more year and then it'll be James Franklin, Adam Gase. You know, it could be anybody. You know, wow! You you want him? You want Adam Gase in our backyard? I don't want to see hear about him all the time. Yeah, but I like but I like tacos, and I want to see the flying tacos. I like that. We live in in the greater Los Angeles area. I can walk (laughs) walk outside this door, and someone can throw a taco and hit you. (laughs) When hey, you know, we should that could be a game. Hitting people, all right, all right, we've got to patent that idea. <laughs> when it comes to hiring, you don't have time to waste. You need to get to your short list of qualified candidates fast, so that's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then, zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Your time is precious. Let Indeed help you get to your short list of qualified candidates and discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. That's Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search. Indeed. So as we continue to celebrate everything going on in sports today, nothing bigger than the fact that Wilpons are selling the Mets. Oh, I'm so happy. Go. I'm so incredibly happy. I can't even tell you. Oh, uh, we <laughs> had to get to Clay Elton first, but I'm so happy that Wilpons. You got it's five like, more years of it. It's like I had a I had a personal son over my head tonight walking around. It was so great. Yeah, but was, they're only getting rid of eighty percent, buddy. They're still in yeah, That's a pretty crappy son for five years. I was, that's all right. I'm going to cross every day off that of my is an calendar. Ugly son. Every day off of my calendar. Will Pond is selling is every day. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And a little bit more on Clay Helton before we get to the the quarterbacks in the news in the National Football League right now. As as we found out today, Clay Helton will be coming back as USC head coach next year. Yeah, delaying the inevitable. Right, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) you're going to come back. We're just going to kick the can down the road. I know. And the you know what's. You forget about, and, and something that we always bring up, and I know you always care to bring it up, is that anytime you make a change, it's always, okay, so what are you changing to? Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, where, where, are you, where are you going? What are you, what are you changing to? And that's the thing that people forget about. All right, we got to get rid of Clay Helton. Well, it, it's not like there's tons of guys out there. Obviously, I, like I said, I am sure they back-channeled Urban Meyer, because Urban Meyer spent the entire fall sitting between Matt Leiner and Reggie Bush <laughs> on television. So if they couldn't convince him now, uh, obviously I, you know, that's going to be a big deal. But who else is ready to jump? Who is Jim Harbaugh going to jump from Michigan to USC? No, that's not going to happen. Is James Franklin ready now to jump from Penn State to USC? That can get pretty messy. I mean, who who's the? Well, who it's, the a, it's only like a million or two million dollar buyout. Like right. he does not. Have, it, but, it, there's not much there. No, it's to not. Try to bring is, he, him in. is he ready to make that jump now, or is it going to be another year where he's got to watch? Okay, boy, we're really good, and I just I just can't get over anybody here. I want to get to the to the West Coast, and uh, there's not that many coaches that you can say, okay, this is our guy. Lincoln Riley's not leaving Oklahoma for anywhere but the National Football League. So, who who are the candidates out there that you really can say, hey, 
let's go let's go identify this person this is what we're going to get this is not like the NFL where at the end of the year teams who need a coach go okay well Mike Holmgren's at the top of our list and then who else is out there Adam Gase is on this list not that Gase is great but you know the list of people that these are the guys these are the people that we want to put in charge of a program that we're happy with and Holmgren was at the top of everybody's list last year he wanted the Jets job the Jets didn't want him I need that for a second, but you got to realize the Wilpons are selling the Mets and everything is great. That's what's important. But it's not like there's a list of, oh, this is the guy you got to go get to go coach your college football program. Because USC, you can't just say, here's a young up-and-coming offensive coordinator who's done great that we're suddenly going to give a big job to. You need star power now. And you, and, and that's the thing about certain cities. You need that star power. You you can't just go hire anybody. And who's going to bring who's gonna bring that star power there? UCLA basketball has been looking for the right hire now for the better part of a decade and they can't get it right. You know, so you you need that you need that who's going to come in and be the CEO of the program type deal and outside of a couple people that aren't ready to go right now, who are you going to go get? See, I think in in this case when we're talking about college football and and for USC, Clay Helton's name is mud. You right, give him credit for helping to find and develop a couple of quarterbacks. It's good. We can talk about in-game management. We talked a lot about penalties and turnover margins and just, well, abject failure on a lot of that stuff. Let's just call it what it was. And with all the talent and the evaluation every year, I mean, from people that watch football tape far more than you and I do, I I think we do a pretty good job relative to the media, capital M. But when it comes down to it, they just say man for man, and the eye test is there, mm-hmm. right? You've got yeah. talent everywhere. Those young wide receivers, guys would be salivating to come work with them. So with LeBron in town and Kawhi in town, the Dodgers being the Dodgers, USC moving from Clay Hilton, this is the time. If you're ever going to go for a non you know, home run name, this is the time to do it. Because you can go, if, as long as the guy's competent and can clean up some of the messes, this is it. Oh, wait. You know, I forgot. Frostburg has Willie Taggart's phone number. Uh, they, they, there they is call, that. Yes, that's like Frostburg has that, right? Why? Is he homeless? No. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever coach again if I'm Willie Taggart. That I'm taking my buyout. I'm yeah. buying an island and I'm never seen again. Yeah. Uh, he got paid a boatload. He's, to a, he's, he's a legend. He Are you kidding that's me? That's how bad he was. Yeah, USC wouldn't have to pay him at all. I hope Syracuse hires him. Right oh, away. stop. Oh, by the way, Syracuse, oh, by the way, lost to Florida State who fired their head coach. We lost to Boston College. They fired their head coach. Yeah. I mean, come on. Really? What's that? So Dino Babers isn't the man for USC, no, no, no. is what you're uh, saying. No, Dino. I'd have to, at least I don't have to worry about Dino leaving this year. That's okay. I mean, but, maybe but, next year because we have a really soft schedule. But now, now, USC no, is no. all about being average, not below average. Okay. <laughs> but right now, it's, it's just the idea. It's just I, average. I think just where the city is with all these other heavyweights across the sporting landscape, you can go and, and make it higher. Because right now, it's anybody but Clay. Right, I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't a T-shirt that says that. Because what, what, five wins, eight wins, with the talent that's assembled there, you should be able to best that, shouldn't you? I mean, I, I think just based on what's on the roster, you clean up a little bit of your program, you roll through. You don't need. You could become the next Pete Carroll and heavyweight because he wasn't a name when he was here. Yeah, but, he was a guy that had failed a bunch. Yeah, but you can't you can't go to another guy that's not a big name and fail again. You know, that's it's 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 time. Look, coaching. 
hires go in cycles. And you, you go from, if you have a player's coach, for instance, for three or four years, well, then you got to go to a hard ass. All right? You can't go player's coach to player's coach because you know certain dynamics and philosophies and strategies only last so long before the message gets tuned out by players. Mm-hmm, sure. It's the same thing when you're talking about hiring a coach uh, and, and their image for your team. You can have a couple of, hey, we went for the young stud offensive coordinator name that didn't work a couple of times now we got to go for somebody bigger we can't sell to our fan base everybody else here's the next great genius well you just gave me a couple of geniuses that didn't make it you got to go and then after you go with somebody big you could say well we just had the big guy who was really popular across the country now we got to go to someone who's a little less known that maybe is up and coming that's maybe a little bit younger i mean things like that have to go in cycles and usc they you can't go to another guy and get it wrong that he's not a big name like if you went to urban meyer and urban meyer it was well Okay, Urban Meyer didn't work out, but who knew? The guy had won everywhere. What are you going to do, not hire Urban Meyer? Okay. So that's why it's got to be a name. It's got to be a big name that's going to come out that you know can work in a program that is dealing from deficits and is getting out from under a, a, a pile of scandal. Uh, look, James Franklin makes the most sense. You know, Maybe it's another year for him to, to get out and, and go. Uh, but there's not a lot of names out there. I mean, there's not, there's not many... People that you could say, okay, this is the guy we're going to go at. Someone's going to go crazy to hire him after this year. I mean, the, the years of, hey, Brady Hoke won all these games at San Diego State. He's going to get a big job. now. Those guys are gone. There's there's not that many this year. So that's why it's going to be, if you want a guy gone, all right, well, what's the, what are you replacing him with? You know, you you, got, you can replace a coach when you know who you want to get rid of him for. And outside of Urban Meyer, there was nobody there for USC. And that's why this story went the way it did. Why there was no rumors of anybody else. It was the season ended and a few days had gone by and Clay Helton was keeping the job. So you knew, all right, I, I guess he's going to keep his job. Yeah, I mean, not that it's replete with sexy names. I mean, that that's certainly not where we're at. But you you can always do the search, right? To, to this point, I don't know how much of a search was conducted. I think it was more just the internal. All right, what are we doing here as an or as, as hey, Urban? You, no, not yeah. Okay, all right, search is over. But could TJ, have been that love was with me all the while. TJ could have been that. Could have done some focus groups. I mean, more, maybe more comes out in the wash of you know what what do we do. Yeah, and Penn, Penn, State the being, Penn State being good didn't help no, with sure. James Franklin. It was, well, okay, look, Penn State's having a great year. Is he looking for the exit door yet? But no, now you're going to wait another year and see, hey, we can't get past Ohio State. We're having a tough time getting past Wisconsin. I'm winning 10 games a year, and I can't do anything. I'm heading out to the West Coast. I'm going to USC where I can just get anybody I want to. Potential is certainly there for that. I, I think that would make the most sense, sensibilities and and what we've seen from James Franklin. Because he, look, he took Penn State from where they were in rubble mm-hmm. and resurrected them. That's why that it made no sense to retain Clay Helton. You should have gone after him with as many briefcases as you needed to and brought James Franklin no. over, right? That's just it. You move forward because you can sell that. You want to talk about a guy that you can win the press conference? James Franklin's that guy. I mean, look at what Penn State was. Look at the cesspool and the national media, all the morning talk shows, everything during the Sandusky trial that that came down and all the eyes that looked on that program and what it's been rebuilt to. You want to talk about... Doing that on the other coast and being able to push some of this other scandal again, I I think the whole Aunt Becky thing is just ludicrous uh, on a grand scale. But the rest of it is just so abhorrent that you could say, all right, here's a guy and this is the face 
of how we we step away from hundreds of millions of dollars of settlements and all of these problems. A guy that's been there, that's gone through that, that can lead a program and lead it back. And look, they've got a good base. I mean, nobody's arguing that the recruiting base is still there. You've got talent to work with. You just got a guy that's not getting you from point B to point C. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, 
business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So Brian alluded to this story we're going to get to right now. The Lakers beat the Jazz tonight, and because the Lakers are 19-3, and apparently we're at the how dare LeBron James not wear shoes when he's not playing portion of the schedule for the National Basketball Association. It's better than complaining that they're beating the hell out of him. Uh, here it was, LeBron out of the game in the second half with the Lakers a big lead, and the Jazz play-by-play announcers were not happy LeBron did not have his sneakers on. Inside, Tony blocked by Kuzma, got it back. Big fella turns, in the crowd, continues to fight, blocked again. Look at LeBron, he's on the court. With no shoes, mind you. What is going on here? That's some disrespect right there. Please. Look at LeBron on to the court, no shoes on. Yeah, he'd given his shoes away to a fan. <laughs> yeah, look. No, how do you not have shoes on? You gave your shoes away to a fan. How dare you? You made a kid in Utah really happy because you gave him your shoes. What are you going to do now? I mean, I mean, really, I, I think we are reaching a little bit for, oh, my God, how dare LeBron not have shoes on? You know, he gave him to a fan. What's he going to do? Walk off the court with no shoes on? Yeah, I'm sure he's got like 40 pairs of shoes in the locker room. What are the Lakers going to say? Hey, LeBron, you give away your shoes, man. You're walking out in socks. You don't have another pair for you. This is not you and your mom going to the beach. And like, well, you got to walk in your bare feet you lost your flip-flops technical file you were in your socks <laughs> didn't even have any sliders on didn't even have the courtesy get him out of here they were so mad the they fact that he wrong. was on the court while the ball was in play is really <laughs> the, the a, curiosity yeah. of it whether he's got shoes on or not yeah but, but look, we've we've seen this from LeBron before that in games that the Lakers are winning. They do it. We've seen him do it. We've seen him bottle flip before. I, I watched him bottle flip in Madison Square Garden in the second half against the Knicks. They're beating by fifty. When he didn't play, he was sitting there drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is. So I think <laughs> if you have a scale of what LeBron James has done on the sideline, that's good and bad looks. I think giving his. Shoes away to two fans, you know, at the end of the fourth quarter in a game in which they're up by twenty. I, I, I think that's 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 kind of benign. He has done this time and time again. This is, you know, again the LeBron James victory tour as he's you know running roughshod over the NBA right now. Is the, a kid or multiple kids every night are getting shoes and are getting some piece of memorabilia uh, on this whatever you call this, not a goodbye tour because he's still just getting warmed up as to what this team could accomplish for the year. But if that's what's getting you mad, how about you call out the fact that the Jazz didn't bother to show up? Right, that the Lakers you came know, in and, and I, they just I, I get that part them. of it that that because the game was a blot, this is what it is. But I mean look, but LeBron has done he gave kids sneakers. You know, he didn't he didn't he didn't take his shoes off sitting with his feet up on the court, you know, then w- waving his socks around. No, no. He he autographed his sneakers and he gave them to two kids who came down. Right. And, and then he, he got fired up over a sequence under the basket, got up and was waving a towel over his head and was fired up for the play that was on the court. You want to complain that he's on the court in general? Fine. Adding the he's in his socks and that's disrespectful. 
I mean, come on, get off my lawn. There's, Good God, man. There's times for real discussions about things and controversies, and there's times when it's just a cosmetic one, and that's what this is. This make, when you say something that you sound like you're a thousand years old, and you're definitely one of those, you know, in my day, this is, yeah, well, okay, you know what? The world changes, all right? Every generation is different, all right? Because George Gervin wasn't signing his sneakers giving away in 1978 doesn't mean that LeBron James signing his sneakers and giving away to a kid is a bad thing in 2019, all right? He gave these kids a moment they're going to remember the rest of their lives. Remember when LeBron gave you his sneakers? Oh, my God. It was I couldn't even carry it. It was so big. Well, he signed it. You see the kids doing everything they can to cradle it, knowing how precious that is. Game-worn sneaker of LeBron, no matter how many he gives away, we're, we're looking at somewhere between five to seven grand or thereabouts. I just gave these kids you. money they're going to start to go to go to college on. But, but it legitimately, I mean, we're talking about game-used Sneakers from LeBron. Sometimes it gives the jersey away. That's going to have a higher premium. But I mean, we're talking a couple of grand each for these shoes that he signed and handed over to these kids. And it, it was a good gesture finding kids because they were also not front row kids. No, right? they, they, they brought came them all down. the way from the top down to get yeah. these sneakers. So kind of a big deal. It's so. not like he was he was taking them off and throwing them at Donovan <laughs> Mitchell as he was trying for a layup. <laughs> I got two sneakers. Hey, who do I hit my one? You really asked want... me for one before the game. Here it goes. I really want to hit Ingles with one. Can I throw one of Ingles? I I just want to throw one of Ingles. Coming Can in hot. Uh, let's listen to LeBron James talk about sneaker gate following the big win over the Jazz. Again, 121-96. This happened with the game over. Basically, there's three minutes left, and the Lakers are up by 20. And this game is ending. We'll get that sound. We'll get to listen to it. But, I mean, this game is over. They're up by 20, and all he's doing is giving sneakers to kids. That's He's waiting for the clock to run out. He's trying to find some entertainment as well. That's really all it is. Is here. I'm doing a good gesture. And what do we always talk about in the NBA? Your ratings are down. What are you trying to do? You're trying to cultivate new fans, keep the fan base fired up. And if one of the the prizes at the end of the night of your team getting beaten down is that a couple of folks that got into the arena to watch the Lakers and this show they're putting on, someone's going to walk off with some sneakers. That's a pretty good night. And you made a couple of fans happy. They're going to be lifelong LeBron stands going forward. Maybe they'll become members of the media. And then oh. they'll be LeBron stands embedded in the media. That sure. They got those shoes all those years ago. Maybe they'll grow up big enough they'll be able to wear the shoes. No, there's that too. Like 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 when you like when your daughters are little and they're wearing your mom's shoes around they're just, just clomping around <laughs> because they're so big. And like, then eventually right, they're just going fall. into the closet and taking yeah. them. Hey, I'm <laughs> taking those tonight. Don't trip and fall. Don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip. I mean this is, look, it's starting to gain a lot of attention now on social media and it, it, it's it, this is a made up one. It, this is this is just made up. You, you, there's those Utah guys things. need a hug. Are they nervous about Friday's game? Is that what this is about? They're nervous you're going to be left out of the playoffs, so it's now going down into what the Jazz are doing on the court. Drinking wine on the sideline, not a good look. All right, if you're on the court complaining about when you're not playing, not a good look. Giving sneakers to kids suddenly that's ah, uh, it's disrespect, disrespecting the game. You gave away the sneakers and then you waved a towel because you were excited about your teammates' play. You dirtbag! How dare you? How dare you? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Lakers haven't beaten anybody. 
as they beat the Jazz one twenty one to ninety six to improve to nineteen and three. Tacos ten and one away from home. Joining us now on the hotline, he is a friend of the show, and I don't have to put that in air quotes. No, he is a friend of the show. National NBA writer, insider at the LA Times, and owner of many homemade Baby Yoda merchandise. It is Dan Wojcicki. <laughs> Dan, what's happening, bud? I um, only know of Baby Yoda via the memes, um, but he seems very adorable. He is. <laughs> Did I do that right? My guy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't know what to say to that. That's, that's all right. Correction. No. You hit it, man. You're good. You're good. Could baby Yoda. Could Baby Yoda play offensive guard for the New York Jets? Oh, many, many positions for the New York Jets. <laughs> in fact, it was just Sam Darnold behind him and Baby Yoda put his hand up to stop the line from coming in. It would still be difficult for Darnold to throw a completed pass because the receivers Fair would enough. still be covered. Fair enough. Baby Yoda bought the Mets today. Did I read that right? Oh, it was all jumbled. hey, this it was is all jumbled up. No, this is a great day for me. The Wilpon selling the Mets. I'm walking around like I'm running through a sunshine field with daffodils. Uh, it's, I'm like the I'm like the girl from the No Rain Blind Melon video. I'm just dancing around, oh. going, "The Wilpons are selling." Oh, the you Mets. got a Blind so Melon excited. references. How you like that, Dan? Nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, hot, hot blind, hot blind melon take. That's not their best song. Really? Wow, that is a hot Blind Melon take. There's a song called Change by Blind Melon. That's a terrific song. Pretty sure it's about heroin, but it's a great song. I think a lot of their songs were. Many songs are uh, about heroin, so yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, no, it was a pretty good, uh, pretty good album all through. But that's not why we're here. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, uh, Dan Wojcicki is here for the latest in pop culture. Dan Tones Woy- of Home was also a classic. <laughs> yeah, uh, for, for all your blind melon references, you can hit him up on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. Yeah. Uh, hey, so we just watched the Lakers beat the Jazz one twenty one ninety six, but I haven't played anybody, right? They're, blah, the Lakers are overrated, right? Hey, it's almost you guys are talking to me almost like somebody didn't write that, you know, maybe we just like a slow your roll on kind of some of the stuff that we were gonna learn a lot more about them in the next month. And I think they were they were aware of this too, right? And so it's a, it's kind of a twofold thing, I think, right? Like on one hand, um, what the Lakers did in October, November needs to be commended for the sense that like the schedule is what the schedule is and all you can do is go out and kick the crap out of the teams in front of you, right? And and by and large they did that. Um, when they played good teams, um, it was harder. Uh, this makes total sense, by the way, right? Like, uh, but I think what would happened was the sort of this, this December schedule kind of loomed, and um, you know, you, you saw it started obviously with the loss against Dallas. I was there. Luca didn't even play that well and was um, just you know a total beast in that game. Um, but you know, then they have this this, this really tough back to back in in Denver and Utah, um, one of the hardest back to backs you can play in the NBA, and, and you know. They look terrific. I, I think this is a team that is at a um, different level of functionality than almost anyone else in the NBA right now in the regular season. I think LeBron looks terrific. Anthony Davis looks terrific. They, they complement each other so well. And they've got a lot of role players. And, and you know, they play really hard, and they're, they're pretty good on defense. And they're going to win a lot of games because of this. I think um, some of the stuff about their roster, um, and I still have questions about their roster, um, you know, their point guard situation and how can LeBron hold up as a point guard. Um, I still think they're a big picture questions, but in terms of like as of today, who's playing the best basketball in the NBA? It's the Lakers. It's not even close. What did Frank Vogel do to get everybody to buy in? 
I think it was timing. Um, I think, you know, I mean, I think he, like, I, and this isn't to, to take any credit away from Frank Vogel because I think he's a good, really good detail-oriented coach um, who, um, you know, has had success and has gotten guys to play defense before. But he also walked into a situation where, LeBron James came off the biggest, you know, extended period of time of no basketball since he was like 21. Um, you know, where um, the kind of the murmurs that maybe, you know, this was the beginning of the end and stuff like that and, and all that stuff. So he got a very motivated LeBron who's playing harder on defense than he did it all last year. Um, uh, he got Anthony Davis in a trade, and he got a team that wasn't sort of saddled with some of the, the problems that Luke Walton was saddled with. I mean, first of all, like the front office is, is, is has a clear direction. It's not Rob and Magic, it's just Rob. And then I think the team is not, oh, we're developing young guys while we're still trying to service LeBron and some of the vets that are here. Like, no, this is a team that's built to win a title, and so it's a bunch of grown-ups in that locker room um, with a grown-up adult coach at, at a time when LeBron James is seemingly hell-bent on proving everybody wrong. I mean, I, th- I, I think that's a lot of that has to do with, with, with kind of where they are right now is, is sort of, you know, they're off to this amazing start because LeBron's in great shape. He's healthier. Um, you know, he's talked about this with us as sort of he's at this sort of intersection where his body feels great and he also has sort of like these 18 seasons of being able to just see defenses. It's sort of like Brady. Not Brady this year, but like Brady last year. <laughs> right? Like, like right when Brady found the TB12 system, Brady. Right? Like, this is where we're at with LeBron right now. Oh, um, okay. He's got and, the, and, the, the LBJ. He's wearing the right pajamas now to go to bed every night. Yeah, oh, good. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Eating only avocados yes. for every meal. <laughs> it's a healthy fat, guys. I don't know if you know this. But, like, I, I, I think, you know, it just seems like he's in a really good place. And they've got, they you know, they, they put shooters around him, which is what you should do. And he's got, you know, he's part of the most devastating pick and roll combination in the NBA between him and Anthony Davis. I, I think. You know, those two guys are so good. A lot of the other stuff wasn't going to matter. Um, and then a lot of the other stuff is playing pretty good basketball. You know, the, the thing is, Dan, is every year the NBA regular season is just so entertaining. And it's okay because in the end, we're waiting for a matchup that we expect. Look, for four years, the NBA regular season was great. But in the end, we were waiting for the Warriors and the, and the Cavaliers. And I feel like this year, it's, boy, this NBA season is a lot of fun. we got a lot of stuff going on. But we're just waiting for the Lakers-Clippers Western Conference Finals. I mean, right, that's what I feel. I'm just waiting waiting for that to just take over the world next spring. Well, I mean, it seems like, you know, and I, I think there's really good basketball being played in the Eastern Conference. I, I'm in Chicago right now. I'm going to see Clippers Bucks on Friday. Um, you know, Milwaukee's played terrific. Toronto has been a, a wonderful basketball team this year. A lot of credit due to the Raptors. Um, you know, and, and I think both those teams, uh, you know, could be as good as the Lakers or the Clippers, you know. Um, they're they're both very good basketball teams, uh, but you're you're right. That's the marquee matchup that's out there. Um, and I think what's so interesting about it is like we're still so you have the Lakers right, who are like this optimized version uh, of who they are. It seems like exactly like we know what the Lakers are going to look like. And then you have the Clippers, who are still largely sort of like a mythical idea, right? Like they're they're kind of getting their roster back. Um, they still don't have Landry Shamit, but. But, you know, the Kawhi and PG are back now, but they don't look 100% comfortable with one another on offense at least. And, you know, the, the, the defense that we think they're going to be able to play, they're not quite there yet. It's still, 
you know, it's very much a work in progress. The Lakers feel like more of a finished product. Um, on one hand, there's confidence, and there should be some confidence in that if you're a Laker fan because it's like, you know, you look at this team and you look at what they did to Utah tonight, you look at what they did to Denver last night, and you, I mean, you have to say yourself, like, up until the conference finals, like, who's going to beat them? Um, you know, the West doesn't look as strong as we thought it was going to be. I mean, who's playing with them? Uh, on the other hand, we, you know, maybe we've seen their kind of a version of their ceiling. You know, and when you look at the Clippers, I still think their ceiling is is more unknown. I, I don't know what an optimized Clipper team looks like. What I do know is that I, I, I like I said before, I part of me wonders if just the LeBron James and Anthony Davis, if they're both healthy, if anything else is going to matter. If we're talking about LeBron playing like he's the best player in the world, AD playing like he's the best big man in the world, those two guys together, is anything else going to matter? And, and it might not. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. On the hotline with us, friend of the show, national NBA writer and insider at the LA Times, it's Dan Wojcicki. You can find him on Twitter, at Dan Wojcicki Sports. So are you going to take up the cause for the Rockets and their protest over the James Harden missed dunk? Because, you know, I mean, that could be a tiebreaker that kills them. I will not be marching. Um, There will will be no... um, no protests for me. No uh, hunger strike. Um, <laughs> You're I in Chicago. You can't do yeah, that. Yeah, I will, I'm going uh, hungry. Going I hungry. Oh, tweet. You can any any Temple of the Dog takes. You can tweet those at me. We can talk about Mad Season if you want, which is sort of the other spinoff of, of Seattle Grand Rockets. If you want to do this, I thought. But, well, I, I, I think, as long as you're not going to tell me that Hunger Strike is not the. There's a better Hunger Temple Strike of the is Dog way song. better than Hunger okay. Strike is way better than River of Deceit, but okay. River of Deceit is a very good supergroup grunge song. That's my guy. You can follow yeah. him on Twitter at Dan Wikey Sports. That's at Dan Wikey Sports. He is national NBA writer of uh, uh, Chicago. Turn the off. Get the off. Play changes. You didn't say you hated the song. No hit. You just said deep it was the only. second best song. Deep cuts only. Deep, deep cuts only. Deep cuts and hobo wine. That's our guy. Dan I'm, I'm on satellite on the deep cuts. You know, it's just 27. It's between uh, the Aussie Channel and the Lithium Channel. I'm, I'm on the deep cuts. Love listen to a little melon. Just chill out, sit outside, listen to a little melon, fellas. <laughs> See you, buddy. Have fun. See you, Dan. <laughs> that song's going to be in Dan Wojcicki's head for the next for three the, weeks. He's going to be dancing down the streets of Chicago, singing oh. that momentarily. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.